listeners, and Hello. welcome back to Oof. I wrote that. Did we write that? We did. We sure did. So we're kind of getting into the swing of things. I think kind of a little more loose, not quite as uh, self-conscious. Would you say sober? Would you say? Yep, yeah, I mean, not as sober. No, not I'm as sober. Not. We are a bottle and a half in. Yeah, so but you know what? We're embracing our beautiful monster babies. We are. We are. And it's delightful. And it's mm-hmm. wonderful. And it's Sometimes it's racist. A little bit. But it's celebrating it is. Our, our younger selves for all their flaws and all of the ridiculousness that we, we, we put on paper. Yes. We love you, girls. You were working hard we and do. having awesome ideas. We do. Drinking champagne. Or <sighs> regular wine. Rosé. Because we are the bougiest of the bougie. Uh, so yeah, I think again, I, I like the way we kind of did it in the last episode where mm-hmm. we just sort of launched right into it and, uh, we had a lovely little conversation about books and museums. Yes, we did. Kind of in between. <laughs> and I think we'll just kind of stick with that format. We'll just yeah. launch right in. We'll do our tangents, the podcast, and we'll, uh, we, we will just power forward. Exactly. So, <clears throat> without further ado. <clears throat> I'm putting on my listening ears. We will pick back up with uh, uh, Beth and uh, Kale. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have... They don't have quite like a quest, but they're questing for a quest. Now, is that part of the kind of meta aspect of the whole thing? That's kind a- of. Okay. Right? Because you start off usually in a lot of RPGs as just little like, you know, nondescript like fucking nobody and it's like inciting action and then you're off you know and mm-hmm. it's kind of like well that doesn't always happen to everybody mm-hmm. so let's be clever <laughs> i like it may i also point out that your dog is vigorously tongue bathing my hand right that's kind of his gem okay it's weird it's a little weird yeah bob the dog love it stop it stop it he's not stopping he'll never stop no can't stop won't stop mm-hmm. all right uh, so we'll launch back into uh, Heartless, and again. <laughs> yeah. But do we know yet why it's called that? No. I Will think... we? I don't know. Well, there's a scene that I wrote, like we talked about in the last episode, where I just kind of tend to write scenes that I want to get to. Mm-hmm. I do have a scene written that kind of explains that. Okay. So once we're kind of done with the bulk of what I've written, we'll get into those scenes, and then... Yes. Yes. You will know why. All right. I, I don't, still don't know why. There's someone on the cover I drew doing the eating vagina symbol. <laughs> but oh, um, you don't know why. I thought you were very clear on that. No, I have no idea. Is it Beth? Like it's not uh... Beth. I just think it, it was. It was this different character that I don't know that we we're not going to meet until probably not until I get to the scenes that okay. I wrote. Does someone physically get their heart cut out? Yes. Excellent. I oh, look yeah. forward to this. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm all about, like, uh, the taking of, like, like a heart or a soul or, like, that kind of shit, like, fascinates me. <laughs> and it's in a lot of what I write, so. You need to watch Buffy. I do. Big time. I really do. You will love it. You will love It's not even going to be painful at all. You'll be like, where has this been all my life? Right. All the wasted years. Yes. Like when I discovered I liked avocado. I still haven't gotten there. All the wasted years, Sheila. I want to get there. It's so fucking good. Like, That's how I feel about cheese. Like, like, on everything. It's just, it's delicious. It's like little, like, buttery, fatty It's like goodness. mayo. It's like green mayo. Mm-hmm. No, mm. it's even better. Mm. Mm, I love I avocado. Know. I don't like it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Kale and avocado. Kale and Why avocado. Why do we talk about food at the beginning of every podcast? Like, it's just kind of our jam. Maybe we're hungry. Oh, it's fine. So we had my secret. Dinner. I'm always hungry. <laughs> 
which I think there are leftovers upstairs. Mm. Okay. Uh, launching back in, uh, the crystal that they had gone to go see has been decimated. We've met Shannon, who it will be a recurring character, we'll say. Now, the crystal, I thought, <laughs> initially, I thought the crystal uh, detonated out of rage. Like, self. No, it was actually Shannon that detonated the crystal. Because oh. he's kind of a prick. <gasps> a scandalo. scandal. He's a little bit of a dick. I can tell. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a douchebag. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Is there a temple or shrine nearby? Uh, Don thought a moment. You could head up to Chonia. Uh, a- <laughs> Dude, seriously. Like, I have the most random <laughs> fucking names for, like, towns and cities. And literally, how I do it is I'll be sitting at the desk and I'll just look at shit on the desk. And I'll be like, what dumb fucking, like... Because it's either that or it's like, oh, the nameless city. So I don't have to think up a name. <laughs> but isn't Chon... Choney... Chon- isn't that, like, a word for dick? Maybe. I'm no, pretty sure it probably. is. Probably. Who gives a shit? Or vagina. Maybe that's... Okay. Oh, if it's vagina, that would fit. I'm pretty sure it is. You know, I don't know. I'm not up on my vagina slang. And I should be. We should be. We should be. As, as strong female protagonists. Yeah. Uh, Mistress Avant is said to be able to commune mm-hmm. with the spirits of the other side. Avant. That's a good name for someone who can see to the other side. I like Avant. I think that's a really good yeah, name. Yeah, well, it's French for future. Is it really? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I genuinely didn't. I don't know why I said that like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> other side, like dead people? Or other side, like where I came from? Beth asked, obviously annoyed. Um, <laughs> Kale jumped in. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we'll go there anyway. He jumped right into the salad Jumping spinner. Jumping right in. <laughs> the salad spinner. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> oh, well, I'm not walking there. Oh, Beth is me. It's great. I suggest you find some horses or something. <laughs> like, well, we gotta walk a block? <laughs> Fuck you, drive me. Call me an Uber, I refuse. Horses, far too slow. You'll want hail wings to take you. Ooh. Dan led them out of the cavern and over to another cave in the mountainside. Ooh, writing is terrible. Holy it's, God! It's, it's not. a Pegasus! Hmm? <gasps> Holy God! <laughs> Holy God! <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's a Pegasus. Well, a horse with wings. Now, here's the question. Okay. Is it actually called a Pegasus? No. Like a winged horse. It's yeah, Pegasus was one specific. Pegasus was... Winged horse. What's his faces? Theseus or someone? Perseus. Was it Perseus? Perseus. Perseus, yeah. It's I'm... too much alliteration, though. No, you're it? right. It is Perseus. It is. Okay. Well, they also did it as Hercules in the Disney uh, animated feature. Hercules. I don't know how I feel about that, but I guess, like... You gotta include. I kind of secretly love that the winged movie. horse. I've heard it's really good. It's not. It's terrible, really? but I really like it. It has problems with like wild tone shift. Sometimes I don't mind that. Twin Peaks has wild tone shift, and that's why I like it. Maybe we should get drunk and watch it one night. Yeah, because I enjoy it thoroughly. We probably should be keeping a running list of things that have come up during this podcast that we need to watch together. I mean, together. when I edit it, I'll go through and okay, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll keep a list. Very good. Okay, so holy god, it's a Pegasus. Uh, well, a horse with wings. Holy god almighty, it's a Pegasus! <laughs> He'll fly you to the city named after a dick and or vagina. <laughs> Chonia. Chonia. <laughs> like a chode is like a small dick, right? No, a chode is a dick that's shaped like a traffic cone. Like really? thick at the base and right, narrow like at the top. Dick, right? No, it could be big. That'd be terrifying. But it's that triangular. That would be terrifying if that was big. <laughs> <laughs> be like, like someone would drop their pants and you'd just be like, 
<laughs> oh my no. And what is this Coke can? Like I'm gonna no, go. I'm eighty percent sure Choni is vagina. Okay. It just sounds like like California slang. I don't know. <laughs> you frequented California quite a bit. <laughs> I mean in my mind. <laughs> California state of mind. <laughs> Uh, I can't ride this, uh, Kale gulped. I uh, don't really do heights. Beth laughed and climbed onto the horse's back. She's fucking fearless. Yeah. I'm not about to walk. <laughs> She's the laziest <laughs> and I love her. So get the hell up here. Oh. When he hesitated, Beth grabbed the collar of his robe and hauled him up. Because apparently Damn. she, like, is fucking stacked. Beth lifts. <laughs> I like this about her. Freak beast levels. Uh, the horse knows the way. He'll get you there in no time. Uh, Don slapped the beast's thigh, and I, I need to call something out here. Because it's... I don't think you're supposed to slap the horse the I think it was more like an ass slap, like, to get it going. I think you and I both have problems with, like, horses in yes, our writing. Yes, But, 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 for maximum embarrassment, I spelled thigh. <laughs> T-H-I-E-G-H. Fig. That's not, that's not really terrible. Yeah, I'm more bad. embarrassed about, like, just, like, beating a horse for no reason. I think reason. it was kind of one of those, like, ha, you know, like, go. But the thigh doesn't make any sense, because that's not where you would no. slap the horse <laughs> like, all. hobble the horse. Exactly. Like, don't do that. Don's kind of an asshole. Clearly. Okay. Uh, it took off like a shot. Uh, Kale hor- Kale's hor- It's like, come on, Erica. Kale's horrified scream echoed across the valley the entire way into the clouds. Oh, get it together, Kale. Exactly. Fucking Just pussy. <laughs> I wasn't going to use the word pussy, but that's I know, what that's I was terrible, thinking. terrible, but yeah. We're women, we can say that. Yeah, that's right. No, that's terrible. We should never say that. For the briefest of instants, as her stomach leapt into her chest... Beth knew this was all real. So maybe she was kind of thinking like, ooh, mm-hmm. maybe I'm just dreaming or like I had like charge. a seizure or this is just sign of like some sort of death row as I'm like dying on the floor of the Happy Bakery Corporation. Where are we at here? Ah, look at this view, Kale. It's amazing. She whooped. Whoop? <laughs> Everybody is always whooping. We're always whooping. This is the fucking gathering or of the Juggalos. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop, whoop. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Get the Fago ready. <laughs> we will always have Juggalo family. Sheila. <laughs> the only reason I know that song is because of you. Okay, don't don't tell everybody about that. <laughs> Too late. I, please, please. Okay. No, it's fair. It's, okay. it's true. Uh, we were whooping. We got the Fago. Releasing her grip on Hailwing's mane, she let her arms wave in the wind. Hold on to the horse, damn it, Kale sobbed. I don't want to fall. <laughs> oh, poor Kale. Oh, hold on to the horse, damn it. Don't be such a coward. This is amazing. Is that the city? Uh, Kale peeked over her shoulder. That's it. Can we just land and walk the rest of the way? No, Beth hates that idea. Exactly. I don't walk. <laughs> Where, even though she walked to that cave. fucking like, worst. Like, so fucking how lazy. are you going to go on an adventure if you don't walk? I know, right? <laughs> It's you amazing. carry me. <laughs> well, you mean we gotta like walk there? <laughs> Fuck you. Okay, uh, we're almost there, or we're nearly there. Excuse me. Just hold on. Oh, and then shit gets going. Mm. <laughs> okay, so the horse was named Hailwings. I have clearly forgotten that, and I'm starting to call him <laughs> Hailstorm. So 
Okay. Hailstorm began his descent. <laughs> this is the new horse. Uh, began his descent towards the city when the clouds uh, began to swirl. Uh-oh. The horse idled for a moment because he's like a car, mm-hmm. studying what stirred in the clouds. Why did we stop, Kale whispered. I really want to get down, please. Aw. Hale's seen something. Beth kept a tight grip on the horse's mane and struggled for a better view. Hang on tight, Kale. This can get crazy. Real fast. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like how she's like, oh no. Bitch got this. Like, Don't worry about it. I got it. this. Right? I, love, okay. I Actually, I love her as a protagonist. She is fucking zero nonsense. She's got that. She's genre savvy. Yeah. But you even know? more than that, like... She's just kind of a badass. She's kind of a bitch, but I like her. She's I like a Mary her anyway. Sue is what she is. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just accidentally sum up our friendship? Like she's a badass, she's kind of a bitch. That's why I like her. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. That's exactly. That, that, yes, yes. Basically, yeah. Like Erica, she's like a bitch. You know. <laughs> uh, Necron's nethers. Kale mm. is very concerned. Uh, like lightning. And I definitely spelled lightning wrong. Three beasts. I always put an E in lightning where you don't need one. So lightning. That's understandable. Uh, three beasts erupted from the clouds Ooh. and streaked at Hailstorm. His name is not Hailstorm, you stupid bitch. The horse Aww. immediately took action and dove towards the earth. Kale, throw a spell. I can't hit them from here. Uh, because she's got those fists. With her fists? With her fists. Okay. Her fists of fury. The magician squished himself closer to Beth's back, ignoring everything that came out of her mouth. <laughs> he cursed himself for his ineptitude and cowardice. Oh, He'd only just met Beth, but he only he already felt like a fool. He struggled to ignore her frantic screams as they grew in intensity. God damn it. Beth kept one hand securely on Hailstorm's mane and balled her other into a fist. The electric coursed through her fingers again, for some reason, and she shifted the horse toward one of the creatures. Because she can, like, ride horses now, too. With Hale's momentum, Beth's fist blew through the creature, scattering it to the wind. She is uh, the ultimate Mary fucking Sue. The other beasts, as if drawn to their fallen companion's suffering, flung themselves Mm. at Hailstorm. With blazing talons, they attacked the horse. Kale, God, something! They're killing him! Blazing talons? Talons. Oh, talons. Okay. What kind of beasts are they? Mm. Okay. They got talons. They got talons. Okay. And talents. <laughs> <laughs> Hailstorm struggled to escape the deadly barrage. Violently bucking and diving towards the earth, the horse began losing its drive. Uh-oh. Desperately, Beth fought them off. Her efforts did nothing. One of the creatures swooped in and sliced its claws into Hale's throat. <gasps> <clears throat> did you kill off the Pegasus? I did. Dude. Oh, yeah. You gotta kill your darling, Sheila. Oh. So this next kind of, like, thing, I remember being very proud of, like, thinking of this. Because I'm, like, crazy clever. Take a drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Kale, Beth shrieked. She really wanted those, like, you know, vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> God, my glasses just fell off. I laughed so hard. <laughs> Um, Hailstorm had gone cold beneath her, and I, I don't know why the- Like, why did I start calling this fucking worth Hailstorm? So I think that Hailstorm is a hail wing. I think that- Oh, is that how you're taking it? That's how I'm taking it. Okay, because the- No, it's- It's name was clearly hail wings. At least that's how I'm reading I it. thought they said to get a hail wing, and then there was, like, there was Hailstorm. Maybe. Being we have tape. It. We've recorded this. Yeah. We can check this, right? It is recording. Okay, good. 
<clears throat> uh, the magic deficient wizard grabbed for Beth's hand and tried to come up with a plan. His mind raced, looking itself over for a spell he would have a chance of correctly casting. Kale, I don't want to die, she sobbed. <clears throat> uh, he tightened his grip on her hand and felt a sudden jolt. She seemed to fall away from him like a leaf in an updraft. She hung in the air, barely descending. His okay, I really liked that sentence. Right? I thought that was kind of good. Yeah. Uh, it was very evocative. Mm-hmm. Uh, his own travel seemed to speed up, and the ground loomed closer and closer. Beth's screaming intensified, but grew further and further from him. Uh, at least my parents will be happy, he whispered to himself. Oh! That is dark as shit, man. Oh my god. <laughs> like, wow. I mean, his parents were kind of like douchebags if memory served, but that's like, Jesus fucking Christ. I am feeling for Kale's. <laughs> Good, I'm glad. No, but I really kind of liked the imagery of somebody like falling and then suddenly being like, <sighs> Yeah, kind that, of was, that was really updraft. well done. Yeah, it was really like, ooh, I'm so clever. Oh, there's the Panera number. <laughs> in case you need to call them i think that one's closed actually oh really? yeah, they tore it down yeah my philly's best still going strong in the car wash nice. yes yeah. oh my god i wouldn't give for a cheesesteak right now oh. okay uh super depressing at least my parents would be happy uh stars began to shine when beth's feet finally hit the ground her voice was lost from screaming for hours and kale was nowhere to be seen she kept herself calm by balling up her fists and feeling the strength in them. Heavily sighing, she began her search for any remnant of kale. Wait, she's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I ate the whole salad, but I'm so hungry. Exactly. No, but I was going to give you a compliment, which was that I liked the previous sentence, which now I have forgotten, that she she kept herself like awake and strong by like testing and feeling her strength. That's kind of like, like a thing that I do, you know, you ever do like... I do no, that sometimes. because I have really weak hands. Usually if I, like, I've been typing for a while, I'll do like one of those. And it helps. <clears throat> Shannon watched from the branches above. Fucking Shannon. Fucking dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're so mad. Keeping close watch over his prey. That's creepy. That's very his creepy. His prey? Shannon. Okay, so was this just Shannon officially outed as a bad guy? Ah, uh, kind of. Okay. See, I feel like, and we can talk about this more once we kind of get to it, but... I feel at the beginning, I wrote him as this kind of, like, swaggery, like, yeah, I'm gonna fly in here and be like, I'm such a fucking badass. And that is not the way he is later in the story. Okay. Like, at all. Okay. So, it's it's almost like I had one idea, and then I decided to be like, oh, no, let's violently shift and go with this other idea. Okay. So, get ready for the tonal whiplash. Love it. Uh, bu- 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 bu. He was certain she wasn't the chosen. The circumstances didn't call for a savior yet. Though she wasn't the typical damsel in distress, Beth would make an ex for an excellent one. She was perfect as he remembered her. Mm-hmm. Intrigue. Hmm. Silently, he leapt from tree to tree. How? Following her every move <laughs> with a careful eye. How? I feel like there'd be a lot of shaking and stuff, but whatever. Shannon's got some skills. Yeah. All right. Shit, Beth whimpered. Is that whimpered or whispered? No, she's whimpering. Yeah. Uh, tears of frustration crept into her eyes. He's got to be around here somewhere. He couldn't have just vanished, even if there'd be something here. She looked around, trying to determine which way she should travel. Uh, she walked for a bit before plopping down next to a tree. It wasn't until she had stopped that she felt eyes in the back of her head. Kale? She looked around <laughs> the tree. This is supposed to be tense. Sorry, I'm sorry. It was tense. Okay, you're okay. It was tense. His name is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
She looked around the tree, fully circling the trunk. Ooh, we got some fun doodles here. Mm-hmm. Uh, she leaned against the tree and readied herself for an attack. Kale wouldn't try to scare her like this. Uh, How does she know that, though? She doesn't know Mal right, that Right, because well. they've only known each other for, like, two hours. I but mean, it's one of those, like, movie wouldn't. things where it's, like, I'm, like, kind of into this dude, even though I've only known him for, like, five seconds, and he's kind of, like, a big coward. He's kind of derpy, but I he like is. him. I he's trust him. He's kind of a him. sweetheart. Uh, Someone else was there. She tried to be calm and kept her movements casual. Uh, the tree trunk shuddered behind her back. For reasons. Which I'm sure we'll find out if we keep reading together. Uh, her fist clenched and Beth punched the trunk. And that's how powerful she is. Because something large fell from the branches. Damn. And into the twigs and leaves on the ground. Immediately, Beth rolled toward the object for some reason and swiftly kicked out at it. <laughs> I just love how hyper-competent she is. Uh, Whatever it was defended itself and pounced at her. She kicked out again with precision and force. Damn. But her opponent grabbed her ankle and flopped her to the ground. Not a very nice way to say hello, Miss Chosen. Uh, Chosen one number 28. Excuse me. That's That's such a demeaning way to refer to someone. Because Shannon's a douche. Oh, is this fucking Shannon? It is. He's a dickhead. I fucking hate that guy. Okay. Uh, What the hell do you want? Uh, Shannon adjusted his coat... Does he have a duster? Of course he has a duster. I feel like he probably it's, does. It's, it's, it's the early aughts. Of course he has a duster. <laughs> Even I had a duster. Who Everyone had a duster. Uh, so Shannon adjusted his duster and offered Beth his left hand. Because we need to know it's left Sinister. Maybe. Which she promptly swatted away. No reason to be rude. Why were you watching me? That's none of your concern. But since I'm here now, you should really come with me. It's cold and dangerous out here. I'm not going anywhere without finding Kale. Just keep away from me. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, we, if you had just come into this episode, it's like she's on this epic quest for salad. And I kind of am all there for it. Oh, it's delightful. We need to change his name if we ever do anything with this. Um... She's searching for Sally. Just keep away from me. I'll be fine by myself. Uh, Shannon's smile wavered a bit, but he managed to keep it steady. Uh, my dear, I'm prepared to bring you with me by force. Oh! Right? Shit's going down. Bastard, Beth screamed. And I watched <laughs> so much anime, it's disgusting. Bastard! Pretty much. Like, that's like such an anime thing. Like, oh, you bastard. Like... Way, way too much, Erica. Way too much. And swept her leg into his ankle. Well, She's also very like... He is being a dick. Uh, he went down in a heap and she scrambled to run. You're not leaving, he shouted. He grabbed for her ankle and tripped her. Beth went sprawling face first into the mud and Shannon was on her in an instant. Creepy. He took her by the front of her clothes and stood her up before him. Ooh. You're not the chosen, but he will be summoned soon. I can feel it. How does he know it's a he? What a dick. Right? Oh, like oh I hate him asshole. for so many it's reasons. It's totally a guy, because, like, I'm the worst. But still. Really? 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 Uh, Beth grabbed his arm and wrenched it to the left. Her clothes ripped, of course, as his arm flailed to the side. Wait, does it say, of course? No, it's okay. just me being obnoxious. <laughs> he faced her, and he received a fist to the mouth. That Right on, Beth. Oh, Electric yeah. fist. That's not fucking around. No. Keep your disgusting hands off me, Beth commanded. 
Shannon spat blood to his side and smiled a red smile at her. Ooh, why you is it red? Oh, because you punched him. bleeding. Right, okay. Uh, you will not speak to me in such tones for much longer, Bethany McKenzie. Beth backed away and blankly stared at Shannon. What? What? I'd rather not hurt you, Beth. Just come with me and everything will turn out all right. Stay away. Stay away from me. She slammed her fist at him again, but he caught it. He's like, yeah, creepy. He twisted her wrist until she fell to her knees in pain. Foolish, Beth. Very, very foolish. Uh, you should have just stopped it there, dumbass. Uh, let me go. You're mine now. And that's where I'll end it. Hmm. I don't like the sounds of this. Yeah. Shannon is... See, as he's written there, though, Shannon's a fucking douche, but mm-hmm. all, like, the confidence in all of that in the next time we see him is just, like, gone, if memory serves. But so far, I feel like that's consistent. Like, he's this pretty boy who, like, is trying to be more of a badass than he actually is. That makes sense to me. Well, and I think he's supposed to be, again, it's been a while since I've read this, but he's supposed to be older. Okay. Like, a, not significant. Well... It depends, because I remember writing a couple different versions. So he could be, like, not sig- like significantly older than her. Like, she's, like, we'll say late teens, early 20s. He could be, like, in his 40s-ish. Again, it depends on what version we're in. But what we will see in, in the coming weeks. Mm. So we'll leave it there. I'm eager to find out. I feel like there were some good chunks in there, though. There were. So. Okay. So you mentioned something about, like, a leather tank top before, and... I did. Okay. So we're still doing the makeover. That's where we're at. Oh, we found the page, the next page of the makeover. It's not the next page, but clearly there was a lot of nonsense in between (laughs) because we're still doing that. (laughs) Okay. How many pages do you think were dedicated to this makeover? I'm curious. Four or five of these single-spaced... You got the good margins on there, though. Yeah, I do. Oh, oh dear. Okay, this is, I feel like this is a good page. I'm excited. So, we so finished last the makeup. we left, where, where were we? We were doing makeup. We okay. were having a makeover, 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 makeover. Like, do people know what Clone High is? No. Is that like a... No. One of my staff members does. That's awesome. And I take every opportunity to just quote it. Usually, like, everybody I know that I think would enjoy that, I'm like, you need to just watch this. And it's kind of the greatest thing, so I can quote it in front of you and you'll know yes, what I'm talking but about. people hate being given suggestions. Have you noticed that? You know, there's certain stuff where I'm like... I, I was like that with Archer, and yeah, it Battle- took me a long time. I was like that with Battlestar Galactica too. Like, it, the name is terrible. I don't hate the name. It's just like another thing to watch. But I it ha- was so. Oh my god, I found that to be must have. Like, cancel your plans and call in sick to work. TV. Oh, it was when I find like <laughs> at well, first. Only reason I started watching it was um, I was by uh, my buddy Eric's, and uh, I shouldn't say my buddy Eric. You fucking know Eric. Um, I was by his house and he was like, he'd been trying to talk me into watching it for a while. And he was like, oh, uh, let's watch like a movie or something. Because we were just kind of hanging out. And he's like, oh, yeah, just whatever I have in the Blu-ray player. <laughs> and he turns it on and it's the fucking Battlestar Galactica miniseries. And I'm like, you're a fucking asshole. But we watched it and I was like, wrapped. I'm like, okay, all right. See, now, Steve uh, introduced me to My husband Steve introduced me to it. But we skipped the mini. The miniseries is the one, the episode one, two, right? Like the pilot. Oh, so you just launched right into 33? Yes. It still made enough sense. Oh, for sure. But have you never seen the miniseries? No, I went back and watched it later. Okay, I was going to say. And it gave some context. 
but I guess not as much as I was expecting. Yeah, I mean, it gives you, because if you've already kind of watched, you know what's going on. You can figure it out. And I'm sure you read about it, like, because as soon as I start watching something, I'm like, let me read everything about this. Oh my God, let me read the reviews and the boards and the discussions. The boards on that one are fucking phenomenal. Oh, for sure. Well, the one, like, really shitty thing about AV Club moving to, like, Kinja. Oh, I hate it. I'm sorry, AV Club. I love you guys, but. No, the comments section were the whole reason I used to go to the AV Club. It's wrecked. And it's terrible now. It makes no sense. No. And you can tell so many people have left and given up. I was actually on a Steven Universe uh, review the other day, and people were talking about that. They're just like, these boards used to be amazing with yeah. people like talking about the show. And you're lucky if you get like 30 comments. Exactly. Now. They were the best on the internet. I used to, when I was bored at, at my old job, read the Battlestar Galactica and there would be five, six hundred quality comments. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like proper discussion. The only annoying thing was they would spoil other shows and that shit. Yeah. All the time. That's everything on the internet, though. I got spoiled. I've been spoiled for so much stuff. So Breaking Bad, like, I have tried really hard. Oh, fucking Breaking Bad, man. Not Breaking Bad. Uh, fucking Dexter, which I watched, like, two seasons of. Mm, and it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm good. But I, at the time, I was in the midst of my watching, and somebody on the boards told, was like, oh, this is what happens at, mm-hmm. or it's like the end of season four. And I was like, yeah. all right, well, not. I'm good. Make sure you stay unspoiled for Buffy because, oh, my God, I I actually kind of feel like I want to, like, sweep all of this recording equipment off the table and just, like, make you watch Buffy right now. Just watch Buffy without me. Just, you must. I mean, I feel like I've read enough about Buffy that I kind of know what happens. What happens? I couldn't tell you specifics right now, but, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But just being a person who has existed on the internet for as long as I have and who is prone to reading spoilers, and if there's a show that I don't think I'm going to watch, mm-hmm. I'll jump on the Wikipedia yeah, and I'll I do just that too. read the whole thing. So I have this kind of a vague sort of knowledge of... Ugh. Which is so dumb. Like, if you think about that, that's like the no, dumbest fucking thing. I do it too. It's just that Buffy is so... Well, Buffy was formative for you. No, no, though. Like, I really? came... No, yeah. Well, I thought I, so. I came to Buffy um, when I was 21 in college. My roommate was constantly watching it, and I thought it was fucking okay, stupid. So maybe not formative, but important to you. It was, but it still is. Like, there... I, I frequently, like, there's, like... And I, I can't go into specifics, but there's a, my management philosophy. Like, sometimes when I try to talk to people about it, I'm like, it's like the last episode of Buffy when she XYZ... That's what I'm trying to do here. <laughs> like, well, and, and I it's can't nice tell you. to have like a pop culture sort of like touchstone. Exactly. But it informs a lot of my worldview. It's just, it's, God, it's, it's damn good. It's a beautiful 90s time capsule for one thing. It's, it's funny. Like the humor, I, I was initially very like all this, you know, sly, pokey, Joss Whedon, you know, Valley quippy. Girl bullshit. Quippy. quippy. Yeah. And I thought that would be irritating, but it's actually really charming. And there are some episodes that are really artistically aesthetically done there's like a dream episode in episode four that's considered a high point of the series it's just i'm mean, gonna I, I could do buffy the podcast i recently there was a question on reddit that was like what could you impromptu give a 40 minute presentation on and i was like buffy <laughs> or zelda that's a great question zelda i know definitely i feel like i could talk about bioshock for like five <laughs> hours um steven universe definitely i could talk forever Steven Universe, Dragon Ball Z, probably just Vegeta specifically, because, <laughs> yeah, there's something wrong with me, but, um, have you ever seen Gravity Falls? 
No, but I hear it's a little cartoony homage to Twin Peaks. Exactly. I was thinking about that the other day. I I don't know why. I don't know if I was reading something or... Because it was a great show. It's only two seasons long. And it's absolutely outstanding. And I think you would really like it. I've been meaning to get into it. It's just, it's hard to make time for what I perceive to be a kid's show when there's so many things like Breaking Bad or even like oh, one of sure. my staff members is like, we just started Six Feet Under. And I'm like, yeah, I haven't seen that either. I've and never I, watched Six Feet Under either. I'm surprised because I feel like that was part of the golden age of TV along with The Sopranos and you were so big into that. Well, The Sopranos was like a thing at my house. Like we would sit down yeah. like when that premiered or like whatever the season would start, we'd make a big pot of pasta and we'd... Because we're, like, it's the lovely. most Italian. <laughs> you guys are so Italian. And we'd sit down and we'd watch the show together. It was, like, a family experience. We used to watch a lot of TV together now that I'm thinking about it. Like, those uh, NBC f- uh, Thursday nights, like, Friends, Seinfeld, and all that. Yeah, we'd, Mad About like, You. camp in our little, like, TV room. Like, we had bigger rooms in the house where we had TVs, but we'd, like, squish in this little room. Uh, Mom and Dad each had a chair, and then we'd sit on the floor, and we'd just... Watch that two-hour block of programming. That's what gets me, not specifically TV watching, but I get so excited to have a family because it's like, this is my little tribe. This is my little unit. And we have, like, in-jokes that are just ours. I was Mm -hmm. telling you earlier, two different friends of mine were like, yeah, I used to play hobo with my family. And I'm like, why didn't my family play hobo with me? We never did that either. No, I mean, it's weird. Right. right, right. No, it's objectively weird. But (laughs) It it certainly is. Everybody who did that is like, fuck this podcast. I was really engaged and they insulted me personally. Fuck them. My one friend was like, we had a hobo icon we all used to draw. And I was like, what are you talking about? Which one of us is the weird one here? I think it was her. That like each of these, every family has like these little like touchstones though. Little traditions, like goofy things. Yeah, I look forward to that. Yeah, me too. Um, you should watch Gravity Falls though. I will. You should watch Buffy. So good. We started Buffy, but I feel like. I think the thing with that, though, was we were like, we were going to watch it together, and that's yeah, just not... it's just too hard. With having jobs, and maybe when we were both unemployed, and like, let's get yeah, drunk and high every day. We could have done it. Then we could have done it, right. No, but now I just need... And, and I, I think I made you watch, like, a fair amount of the tedious first season, which is not great. No, but you know what? I don't like when, like, if I'm coming into a show fresh, I feel like you have to watch through all that stuff. It helps you appreciate all of the growth of the characters. And Buffy is such a character-driven show. Well, and it makes the high points even higher. Yes. Perfect example. So Lost Mm -hmm. is a kind of a mess of a show. Mm -hmm. The first season is really, really good. Mm -hmm. And then they kind of figure out, like, oh, fuck, we don't know when we're going to be able to end this. So season two and three kind of meander. And then they get the... uh, They are told that they can end it in six seasons and they don't stick the landing at all it's just like what the fuck was this like do you think the because i i do i haven't seen lost but i do know how it ends spoilers lost spoilers everybody like 10 years sorry guys um but we were just talking about how people shouldn't do that no that's true that's true um was it the concept that was wrong or the delivery or like did they not officially like lay the groundwork for it? Well, they always said they know how it's going to end, but I think they very specifically knew how that final final shot was going to be. And it was bullshit? No, I liked the final shot. It actually like I wept at the what final was shot. It? It's Jack lying. It's very evocative of the first shot. Okay. But the whole concept, one of the big themes of Lost is, you know, you you kind of like we either live together or you die alone. Mm-hmm. We, you know, 
so the final shot is Jack has made kind of this big sacrifice so other people can get off the island. And it's he's been mortally wounded, so he lies down. And then uh, Vincent the dog mm-hmm. comes and runs up beside him. Oh, God. Like, yeah. And lies down next to him so he doesn't have to <gasps> die alone. Sheila! I'm gonna cry. Weeping. And I haven't even seen it. Weeping. But my point was that through all of the lost bullshit, Bob and I were having this conversation the other day about... Um, it was actually prompted by, I think, an AV Club article. Or an io9 article, maybe. One of those one of those sites. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the best episode of uh, a television series? And for mm. Lost, it's The Constant, which is a season four episode, which is this little contained, like, love story through, like, all this time travel weirdness mm-hmm. that's just this perfect 45 minutes. Perfect. Weep at the end of it every time I watch it. And it's the best of Lost. But to understand that, you have to watch the rest of Lost. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it actually prompted like a pretty solid conversation. I think we're going to do a podcast, uh, um, at least a episode about like what are the best episodes of Oh, can I be a you know, guest series. on that? Sure. I would have to... Some some shows don't lend themselves... Like, The X-Files is very episodic. Like, I could probably name you my top five. Whereas Battlestar Galactica, it's very... Like, it's a narrative stitched together. I oh, don't, see, Battlestar Galactica, we were both, like, 33. Like... 33 is so solid. as we started talking the about tension. it. Yeah, it's a great episode. I'm thinking, like, what's the one where Gaeta, like, Lieutenant Gaeta... It's Justice Blood on the Scales or something like that? I feel like that's it. Like, where Gaeta leads a mutiny? I feel like that's it. That's like late in the But the show, one where right? the, with the fucking Adama maneuver, right? Oh, there's moments, great moments throughout that show, yeah. but I just think that, Fuck, that that show is so good, but then the ending is terrible. It ends weak. Yeah. It's a terrible ending. Well, I, I would argue But how else could they have ended it? I don't than mind that, though, man. Are you familiar with the Dark Tower series? Uh, yes. Have you read the whole series? I have not. Okay, then I will say no more. But it ends spoilers, I think. Yeah. Uh, Cuz I've I've on the Wikipedia yeah, thing with same. the Dark Tower. Um, just because I don't trust Stephen King to end things, it ends with it just all starting again, doesn't That's it? That's probably his best... You know what, though? Pet Cemetery is a real solid ending. I think, like, some of those... The shorter books, like the horror books, have decent endings. When he gets all, like, the long form... Yeah. The Stand has a terrible ending. And it's so painful because you're so invested in the journey. Well, that first... the the The... Yeah, the first, like, thousand pages of The Stand are outstanding. I don't hate The Stand's ending as much as, uh, you know, I could. I hate, I think I hate, it's a little unfair for Stephen King to um, invest you in this singular narrative, but then sort of expect you to have the larger context to really appreciate the ending, because the ending of that, like the ending of Insomnia, is all this Crimson King Dark Tower bullshit. Well, right, it's you have to have, to really get the full effect of it you need to be aware of yeah and i don't know about you but i didn't read i mean i still haven't read a ton of stephen king i've read like misery i've read it's i've read the stand i've read the first couple books of the dark tower series yeah i stopped after the first one i was very keen to hunt down the second one and i went to like five different bookstores and then when i got it i never read it i think i have it upstairs but yeah i just never i read wikipedia and i was like oh okay i'm good I don't. I, I do love Stephen King. I think I'm gonna have to say the Pet Cemetery is his only work where I feel like he told a holistic story, and it's perfect. I mean, it's perfection. I will say Idris Elba though 
as Roland was very good casting. I heard, though, that that was terrible. I heard it was a very shitty movie, yes. I'm not, though, emotionally invested enough in the series to feel hurt by no no i i bob knew some people that were like are you fucking kidding me like mm-hmm. really but i think that if you're gonna make a movie of the dark tower mm-hmm. you need to go whole hog with that it can't yeah. be a 90 minute like real high level like no kind of bullshit because i think the casting was great i think idris elba as uh roland is great i mean he can do no wrong not at all and very easy on the eyes. Very. And, I mean, say what you want about Matthew McConaughey. I think he was a great Randall He's a great Flag. actor. Yeah. He's like, a goof, but... He is. He is. But he's a really good actor. Like, after watching uh, True Detective, it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Cast him as Randall Flagg. That's, mm-hmm. like, fucking perfect. And, yeah, it's a shame. Because uh, we never ended up seeing it. We were more excited that it was only 90 minutes. And that's, like, not a thing that movies are anymore. It's usually, like, you're in the theater for three fucking yeah. hours. But... Yeah, it's a shame. Well, and I just don't know. I mean, maybe the failure of Stephen King's endings actually reflects well on his... Like, maybe the whole point of his books... It's cliche and stupid, but the journey is the destination. Like, maybe they're so good that no ending... And yet... And I think that's fair, though. I don't know. I mean, uh, right. It's a little cheap, but, I mean, you think about... One of my favorite sort of, like, bits of writing is in The Stand, where he's talking about how the plague is slowly, like, just ripping through everybody. Mm -hmm. Those chapters are the best parts of that book. Yes. And I'm thinking, now that I'm really thinking about it, I think Stephen King's problem is that his... I think to end satisfyingly, they would all need to end real dark. And he's not willing to do that. Like, which it, is weird because it it's is, like... It is gruesome and it shakes you and there's 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 spousal abuse and there's child gangbangs and there's rape and there's horror and there's murder and there's torture and there's emotional abuse. But it has a happy ending. And probably it shouldn't. Maybe not. Well, it kind of... Like, they all kind of forget, don't they? Doesn't Derry get destroyed? But they, they beat this stupid spider thing. Yeah, I don't guess they? that's true. I think they do. And, like, with the power of love, I think. Which I'm not, Him like, and his new wife, who wasn't even part of the gang. I, I don't, a problem with I don't that. hate the power of love ending. I think that in one of the iterations of Darcy and Renee, that definitely, like, kind of played a part. Give me a good example of a power of love ending. See, I don't know that I have a good example, though. Like, when I think about a perfect narrative, I think about The Great Gatsby. And that ended bleak as fuck. He has a funeral and no one's there. And that's as it should be. It's such a great book. It's a... It's it's technically perfect. Like, it may not be the most emotionally stirring narrative. And it is a narrative of its time and place and level of privilege and stuff. But it's... It's a great book, It's technically perfect. It's like if I was an Olympic judge, I'd give it a 10 for technical. Let me put your sign up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was just listening to this thing on NPR about Surya Bonnelly. Did you? So I only vaguely remember this, even though I was kind of into Olympic ice skating. But she was a very, like, up until when she kind of hit the scene, ice skating was a very balletic form of art like it was very much about your beautiful lines and your delicacy and she was a was fucking... this one of the women who could do like the backflips probably she was a french woman and she was a black woman and yes. she was yes. incredibly just fucking talking about. athletic and yeah. powerful and she brought this whole new i think she set was of skills able to do the backflip and they were like oh, i well, think you can't so do too. that you can't do that in the program yes and so she got what should have been the gold medal and she got the silver medal. Oh, no, no, no they told her you have to do it 
like you can't start on two feet and do the backflip so she was like well fuck you i'll do it on one and she did it on one that's fucking badass i only caught part of the interview but it was incredible and they were and she had an emotionally hard time like she wouldn't accept her silver medal and they sort of pushed her up onto the podium and forced her to take it and i was like that's badass like she and her thesis was you know i should have had the gold and the judges different countries reflected different things but that i'm bringing this new explosive well, that's skill the thing, set though. it's this new thing but mm-hmm. we're we're stuck takes... in the past right. and because there was a there was an element of racism because she was black oh, of course you know she was just bringing this new skill set and they didn't want to see it right and it's bullshit so anyways ice skating ice skating corner <laughs> i'm actually really excited for, I, I really like the winter olympics i love the ice skating I is love it curling. this year it is it's in like a couple weeks what yeah i haven't heard a thing about it i haven't either but it is in a couple it's like in february i think i love like curling the luge all that shit yes oh my all god here for it bobsleds all here skiing. for it love absolutely it. It. i don't it, even it, give it. a shit about the summer olympics i like the, like the gymnastics and stuff but i like the gymnastics too but i am here for ice skating and if i could find a fucking adult ice skating class in the chicagoland area i will be there i'm sure you could find that they're all for kids i've been in different park districts and looked at this i even got a mailing from she was like, this is my quest this is my quest like i can roller skate i want to ice skate again i want to know though if you can think of a good uh power of love ending because i'm trying to think of one and i don't know that i can that was like satisfying I will put forth a wrinkle in time. I love a wrinkle in time. Although I feel like a wrinkle in time is a power of individuality ending. But a wind in the door. You get a little bit of that power of love in there, though. I think the sequels have more power of love. Will you go see the movie with me? Obviously. Are you kidding me? But if it sucks... I'm gonna I'll cry like wail and rend my garments. I'm, I'm gonna make a scene because I, I love that book and the way they're marketing it. And we we can totally get to your writing because <laughs> we've like it's now, tan- now we're just talking tangents the podcast. <laughs> um, the way they're marketing it, it just makes me feel like they're trying to get a larger audience because it's like, well, that's not this story, and I'm thinking they're just doing that to like. You know, like, oh, there's epic battles, and there's this and that. And it's like, that's not that book. There's no battles. There aren't. But I think they're trying to, like, t- like kind of make it look like the universally appealing. Right. Exactly. And I'm kind of here for Chris Pine as the dad. <gasps> Chris Pine's the dad? He is. And he has a great beard. I haven't looked into this, but it's coming out in March, isn't it? It is. Like, March 9th oh or something. Oh, my God. Let's go for my birthday. Okay. I'm really into okay. it. Okay. I'm so into it. I just discovered that my library only owns A Wrinkle in Time and does not own A Wind in the Door, A Swiftly Tilting Planet, or Many Waters. I think that's odd that you wouldn't have all of them. Actually, I, I think a, it's odd, too. Bob got me a really nice box set, and I'm working on reading my way through all of them, because I had only ever read A Wrinkle, a Wrinkle in Time. Oh my god. I know. I'm excited that I have this like whole fantasy universe to kind of immerse myself in, but uh, I love A Wrinkle in Time. I got it was suggested to me by my my uh, we had this amazing librarian when we lived in uh Aww. in Maywood. And yeah, I just fucking loved that book. It was great. But she is my hero. 
She visited Antarctica a bunch of times. She was a fucking badass. That book was written in 1962, I think. Yeah. And it's so, it feels so fresh and contemporary. Like, Meg is such a, she's fucking petulant and she's antsy and she's not all that bright necessarily. No, she's not a perfect protagonist because you don't need a perfect protagonist. Exactly. She is the most relatable. She's got anger issues. Like, I fucking, I love Meg. She's like, I'm the boring plain one and I'm angry and you're all terrible. Because she's fucking relatable, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, I, I am love it and then i love calvin that he likes her not in spite of but because of all of those things exactly i absolutely adore those books one time i was busted there is a power of love ending because i know this because i was busted in a bathroom acting it out with a friend of mine where we were embracing and she i was meg and she was charles wallace and i was saying i love you charles wallace i love you i love you i was gonna say that's how she like brings him back it it? is it totally is so it is a power of love ending schmaltzy bullshit and she nailed it she and she earned it so there you go, listeners. Power of love works sometimes. Well, and I don't know that I've ever written that part of like the Darcy Monet like thing, but there was definitely a plan for something like that. Because I, I, I don't know. I love that. You just like, you have to earn it, you know. You do. You really well. You need to build up the relationship between the characters, and really like it can't just be like. Random guy meets random girl like a day before, and suddenly like we're we're power of loving. Exactly. Though I'll allow it in the Fifth Element because that movie is fucking great. I have not seen that. <gasps> I know well, you know who you're talking. To. I know movies aren't really your jam, it's, but it's, it's so terrible. Good. I love it so much. <laughs> okay, let's get to your uh, your stuff. All right. Then. Oh, that might have been our longest tangent. Tangents. The podcast possibly twenty to twenty. I thought that minutes. was good chat though. I felt like I mean I was enjoying it. And I would listen to it. Exactly. Well, if you don't like it, you can skip it. So this is is why I watch Let's Plays just as much for the gameplay as for the banter. Well, exactly. The the Archbishop of Banterbury. (laughs) I didn't make that up. I stole it from the internet. Okay. All right. So. I'm ready. Darcy is getting her makeover to be more sexy for school, I guess. Well, they're trying to, like, hide her identity, Yes. Which is somewhat legit. Yes. That makes sense. So someone, I think, okay, this is Ivan's girlfriend, Ursula, who's like the single female influence in her life. Thank you. I like it. Here, look. I have tinted windows. Nobody can see in. I'll get out while you change. The front window's not tinted. I have a sunscreen. She wrestled with the immense sheet of tinfoil, obscuring visual contact with the outside world. I'll be right outside. Put on the first one we got. Oh, they went shopping. Oh, okay. Mournfully. So this is like a full-on fucking makeover. Yes. Makeover, 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 makeover. (laughs) Makeover, makeover, makeover. Mournfully, I slithered out of my jeans. But you didn't have a mom. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) My sensible bootcut amigos. Okay, what what are amigos? My bootcut jean friends. They're trying to put me in skinny jeans or something. Oh, 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 okay. I thought the amigos were like a specific brand of jean. Oh, no. I I mean, I could see that. Okay. I strained in mortal agony to rest the leather scraps (laughs) over my hips. A classy. Mortal agony? (laughs) She's having a hard time with dressing like a whore. Okay. Okay. I I love that you said that like uh, Joe (laughs) Pantoliano. Oh, I was going to say that. She's a always sunny. He's a whore. She's a whore. She's a whore. A classy, scrappy pair of nylons fluttered along my legs. A classy, scrappy pair? They're classy of yet scrappy. Okay, I'm into that. I'm Just into that like look. me. <laughs> Distractedly, I yanked off my azure tank top, sodden with sweat at this Couldn't latest just say blue. No, fuck no. Had to say Are you kidding azure. kidding me? I can't have people thinking it's sky blue. I mean, that's fair. 
if you could see my face right now. Because sky fucking blue. Like, how fucking tack? Tack. Like, I'm not even being sarcastic with that. Like... Okay, sky blue was the hot color of the 90s. I had a mini tee, I had nail polish, and I had the I best like tank top. I feel really bad with my coloring. No, I wouldn't. No, I like, like like an orange looks really good on me. Or like a deep blue. I feel like most people do look best in jewel tones, but I feel like you could, you're tan, you could rock a light blue. You could rock an azure tank top. Mm-hmm. Pastels were just very 90s. They were. You don't really see them anymore. Very blossom. Yes. With her hats. Yes. I love dry hats. I wriggled into the more risque black leather one. Hey, looks good. Ursula lauded me. When okay, I just- so she's going to school. <laughs> she's getting sexy for school. Okay. In like a leather tank top and like fishnets? Uh, I guess. Okay. <laughs> and she's going shopping with Ivan's girlfriend, who is also 22, and probably the most sensible person in this whole narrative. So she sees this poor child and it's just Yeah, like, and she's like, you need a mother. Oh, oh my God, don't yeah. let these boys give you a makeover. Right. I will help you. What is wrong with you? But I guess still dressing her can hurry. <laughs> oh, I got you this when we were in that freaky store. You have to accessorize. No, no dog collars. No. <laughs> yes, it'll complete the outfit. So were you, were you aware of like Belmont and Clark and like the alley and Taboo Taboo at this point? Which I think are all relics no. of the past now, which is super upsetting to me. So I went into, for a burlesque class, I went into the new Taboo Taboo. It's actually bigger, better, and across Where is the it? street. Um, on... Is it still on that intersection? It's close enough, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was worried that got, like, eliminated, because, like, they got rid of that Dunkin' Donuts and... Yeah, no, it's there, and it's bigger, but I was distressed, because I went in there for a red corset, which you would think a sex shop would have, and they were like, oh, red's kind of a Valentine's Day color. We don't really have any red. I was like... Really? What? Yeah. I buy everything online now, man. Amazon, I, since then, I have outfitted all of my burlesque shows through Amazon. Like, sailor outfits. Well, I and mean, it's like, how am I supposed to find, like, a fucking... I gotta, like, try a corset on. Yeah. Like, I can't, like... But I bought one for, like, $25, and it was legit, and it was cute. Ooh. I mean, it's gold. I wouldn't, like, run around in a gold corset for any Well, reason, I mean, but... we're, like, in our 30s. We shouldn't be running around in a corset unless we're in no. a burlesque show or <laughs> exactly. fucking our husbands or something. Right. <laughs> best part is when I was looking for notebooks for this podcast, I found one that I had made in like 2002 with a list of like 101 things to do. Number three was take a burlesque class. Nice. I didn't even know that was on my radar. Oh, that's awesome that you like made a list like that. I was so, there were a number of things that I was like, yep, did that, did that this year. Nice. It was cool. That's very yeah, cool. Yeah, it felt good. Okay. Back to Darcy. Back to Darcy. It'll complete the outfit. Come on. It looks perfect. Urse wrangled. And she's... Urse. She's, she's my girl. My girl, Urse. She's not wearing <laughs> pants. What's completing the outfit? Uh, a or she has a grabby pair of nylons. Nylons. That's not an outfit, Sheila. To be fair, now more than ever, people wear tights as pants. Well, they wear like yoga pants. Or a classy scrappy pair of tights. <laughs> <laughs> there might be... There's leather scraps. I think it's a leather mini skirt and the classy scrappy nylons. Okay. So it's still not appropriate school wear, It's though. not. But the thing is, you and I both went to Catholic school, so we don't fucking know. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Like, when I see slash am told what my friends would wear, I'm like, really? You got away with that? Have I shown you that delightful, like, goth photo of me from college? Yes! And I thought it was actually really cool. <laughs> It was legit. I think we went to go see, like, my fucking big fat Greek wedding that night. Like, I was freaking out squares and, like, the fucking Dubuque uh, 
the Dubuque <laughs> multiplex. You were showing Iowa what's up. I did. I thought it looked pretty cute in that picture. It looked. It, I thought it was a phenomenal picture. Honestly, I liked it. Okay, moving on. Growling, I garroted my poor neck with the barbed noose. This was the final frontier in my alteration. I look like a freak show. I hissed or hissing. Okay, let's go. Why did we think that was like a good like? Because you saw it in books all the time. Yeah, I guess that's fair. My mood was now as swarthy as my dress. Swarthy? Mm-hmm. I don't want to go in there. Don't make me go in there. Taylor's going to hate me. No, he's oh, not. Oh, so we're going into the house. Yeah. To show Taylor the new sexy sexy. Mm. No, he's not. Come on, Darcy. He understands. Go. She I do also me. love that this, like, 22-year-old is giving a... <laughs> how old is she? 16? 16. Like, the time of fucking day. And she's, it's not a relative. Like, who is this poor child you guys have lured into your home? And she's like, I'm not going to call the authorities. I want nothing to do with this. I'm just going to help her shop. Right. Like, I'm a good person. I mean, to be fair, shopping is... Yeah. When you're with someone friend, else, it's kind it's of fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Alone, it's the fucking dirt worst. Speaking of which, this drag party I'm going to tomorrow, Monique didn't have anything to wear. She wants to do, like, bio queen drag, like drag it up like femme style yeah, yeah, yeah. and she was like i don't have anything so i brought her that Batwing shirt that i bought when i was with you love yeah i know i'm so excited it gets to have life i love that okay. shirt darcy the irish revolutionary trudged up to the steps Why to the gallows is the gallows she an irish revolutionary because she's in a morass of fear tightening the noose <laughs> about her neck this is the second mention of nooses on this page that's too much uh yeah a little bit Okay. Guys, Ursula bellowed, open up, it's me and Darcy. Inconspicuously, I dwarfed myself behind her 5'5 five, five frame. Hey, hey, Urs, Saturn howled jovially. Where's Darcy? Right here, she sashayed aside. There is a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race in here. Before, so I feel like <laughs> you're owed royalties. I, I will contact RuPaul. Duh, Darcy, Saturn squeaked. Stop. What? I demanded malevolently through clenched teeth. You look so different, he marveled, eyes plunging. To that, the... that little uh, eyebrow <laughs> tweak there was outstanding. Oh, this gets even better. Eyes plunging to the plunging neckline. So are we uh, moving toward an underage gangbang? It feels that way. It does. It doesn't go that direction. Okay. But uh, let me see, William barked. Why is William always making animal you noises? You really hate William. Like, he's just the baby You don't the like group. him at all. He's not my fave. Obviously. Is that leather? <laughs> A cheeky finger flicked the strap of my tank top in an awestruck frenzy. Ooh, fuck off, William. Stop touching me. I've, I know. You're 12. Get your Creepy. hands off me. Ivan's eyebrows cannonballed up to the heavens. Cannonballed. New paragraph. And then there was Taylor. <gasps> What do you guys think? Ursula asked quirkily of her Frankenstein monster. Foxy! Saturn whistled. <laughs> you can't even whistle that. Uh, sure, she looks like one of the neighborhood girls. That's what it's supposed to be, right? William contributed. The neighborhood look, girls? I don't even know. You look like a whore. <laughs> look like one of the whores on the corner. <laughs> Call for a body platter. Okay, that's being very, very, uh, what do you call it? Insensitive. But to the whores? I'm enjoying saying whores. You look all right. That was like a quagmire, like 10 years before it Family It was, guy. so you need oh, right. 
Seth MacFarlane royalties. You mm-hmm. need uh, RuPaul Drag Race. Wicks. <laughs> RuPaul oh, Drag Race. <laughs> RuPaul Drag Race royalties. And the Outsiders royalties. And the Outsiders, yes. That because... might be in the public domain, though, at this point. Ooh, is it really? I, th- I want to say that was 1960-something as well. Interesting. So might be. It's not you, but it looks good on you. Does justify you completely ripping it off? <laughs> I like to think it does. I mean, I feel like if Essie Hinton read this, she wouldn't be like, yeah, that's The Outsiders. Because there were no makeovers in The Outsiders, except for Johnny getting blonde. That's fair. That's a fair point. Which you did call me out on last episode. Yes, I Which did. was totally legit. <laughs> it's perfect if you're going to go to John's. Even the teachers dress like that. See, it's funny because you say, oh, if you're going to go to John's, and John is totally a word for somebody who goes to sex workers. <laughs> so that's that's outstanding. It is outstanding. And Taylor proposes tenderly that we go show the dog the clothes. It's I, weird. I think he was trying no, to... No, no, Taylor's trying to get her alone. Exactly. So he can fuck this underage girl. <laughs> oh, no, I think he's going to talk to her. Oh, sure. About feelings. See, this page might be the next page, but if it is, then it's Taylor talking about, like, his lack of writing poetry or something. Let's do it. Really? Yeah. Okay. This may or may not make sense. It's okay. Taylor, I said starkly and affixed an onerous gaze on him. I'm going to get it out of you sooner or later. You might as well tell me now and save some time. Okay. So, yeah, this is clearly not the the page after the page we just read. It might be, but I don't think it is. But it, like, doesn't not make sense. Okay, he acquiesced, loath to burden me with his complaints. It's sort of stupid. I mean, it's not some deep anxiety. It's not some closet skeleton. It's just something I think about sometimes. What is it? I demanded, skimming the prelude. I'm getting to it, he retorted tersely. Well, did you ever get depressed because you know you're not going to be anything? Oh, this is getting heavy. I was going to say yes. <laughs> like, Taylor, I feel Like, my this. entire fucking like, life, this yes. This is why I'm doing a podcast, Taylor. <laughs> oh, this is good. <clears throat> what the jolly he was talking about eluded me right then. Wait, 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 what? Yeah, context corner. Please. At the time that I rewrote this... I had this born-again Christian friend. Oh, that's upsetting. It was very... It was, it was a dark time. Who um, didn't swear and, you know, saved me, got me saved or whatever with the Jesus. I Were became hip to the Jesus. for a moment, Sheila? Temporarily, that's I guess. Like, I've, I've been lost since then. Yeah, but it happens to the best of us. It does. And uh, she wouldn't swear, so she would replace, like, what the hell or what the fuck with what the jolly. Did she say hiffle? <laughs> no. Is that a thing? <laughs> That's a Dragon Ball thing. <laughs> when they brought it over, they uh, originally, it, it they had, like, these demons. Because um, they, like, characters die in that show fucking all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have a couple, like, scenes in hell. So the guys would have, like, hell on their t-shirts. But As you do. As you do. When they brought it over to the States, they were like, well, we can't say hell. Kids can't see hell. So they said Hiffle on there instead, which was home for infinite losers. <laughs> yes. Delightful. <laughs> but it's we're back to frack. We are. What the jolly. She would sometimes say also the say fucking word. Jolly man. Holly. Like fucking Christ. Oh, that's what I can say. I swear. I swear like a normal human being. Well, and like what twenty one year old is gonna fuck a sixteen year old that's saying, What the jolly? <laughs> uh he still might fuck her. Because he he's I mean, like a creepy McCreeper. If he's a pedophile, he probably exactly. doesn't care. He's like, I can overlook that. Let's yeah. <laughs> just just stop talking. Just, just don't talk anymore. <laughs> 
terrible. Let's talk about my poetry. <laughs> Let's talk about my horrible poetry before I fuck this underage girl. <laughs> you're going to love, you're going to love this next line. So basically what he was talking about eluded me right then. But being acquainted with the bleeding frustration experienced when the inner labyrinth of your soul is comprehended with all the empathy of a brick wall. Sheila. <laughs> I nodded that, sagely. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holly jolly. <laughs> How many lines is that sentence? A lot. Christ. So read that one more time. Just one okay. more time. And I'm I want everyone. Read the whole thing together. I want ev- no, just that line. I want everybody in the audience to just listen to this. What the jolly he was talking about? I can't even get You know that is that's like like I have heard fanfics where people are like, "Oh, I'm gonna be clever and I'm gonna stick in like Japanese words in like the sentences." Mm-hmm. And so the Japanese word for and I could be completely wrong with this, but for what is nani? Mm-hmm. So N A N I. So I distinctly remember this reading this fanfic where instead of what the hell. It would say Nani the Hell. Oh. It's like, no. Oh, that makes me uncomfortable. Like, Scott's Tots uncomfortable. It was really. <laughs> but, like, so does this. I mean, th- this isn't much better, Sheila. So, you, you want me to read it oh, one more time? Take okay. it again, darling. What the jolly he was talking about eluded me right then. But being acquainted with the bleeding frustration experienced when the inner labyrinth of your soul is comprehended with all the empathy of a brick wall. I nodded sagely. Like, that doesn't even make sense. I would like, like to add that that is what's happening to me right now. What no, the jolly I am talking see, about is see. eluding you. It is. <laughs> but you are giving And me there's up. a brick wall for reasons. <laughs> Christ on a bicycle. Erica's looking over the page. <laughs> because yeah. I think she doesn't believe me about how bad this sentence really what is. What the jolly he was talking about. <laughs> what, what the jolly frustration why is it bleeding because you know why because that came from the x-files bleeding frustration the bleeding oh fuck there's a line from the x-files and it's like the bleeding oh fuck i don't know it's something about the it's something from the x-files though 100 that's what that's from okay like i want to be famous i want to be someone like a movie star or something a face everyone knows. I want to be on magazines. Do you ever get jealous of celebrities who don't even deserve their fame? Taylor it's going to be really so sad when he dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I know. I'm going to cry when he gets knocked off a building. I don't care about the money they get paid. I just want to be recognized. Oh, fuck you, Taylor. You care about the money. Here we get sexist. Nope. My built-in detector of male reasoning informed me vehemently that he didn't want to be My pillowed. built-in detector okay. of male reasoning. <laughs> Which all 16 you girls You are have. 16 years old. <laughs> Boys, am I right? I am. All, we are almost 34. Like, no, I don't have that still. But he didn't want we to We are be- two, like, twice <laughs> the age of this fucking bitch. And, like, no. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, we still don't have one of them. And if I did, I feel like it would, you know... Faulty. It would be very faulty. It would. Go ahead. He didn't want to be pillowed with girlish witticisms of pillowed? solace right then. Oh, yeah. So I kept my mouth shut. Okay. Which I should do more often. I can't act, though. Oh, he's being so emo. He concluded morosely, I have no talent. <laughs> I'm sure there's something you're good at, I ventured. Oh, yeah, it's no, going to get sexy. It's not actually going there, I don't think. Yeah? Like what? 
Taylor, okay. Taylor was enraptured with the inferno of his own revealed ardor. Sheila, this <laughs> this, this sheet is is fucking killing me. Is this your favorite one? Yeah, no, because I don't know what the fuck is going on. Taylor, it's being making emo. me feel really stupid because I'm like, we got words here. I got no fucking clue, man. Well, you, maybe you need a soupçon of the sort. How about you uh, go soupçon and fuck yourself? How's that sound? Maybe you don't need to be pillowed with my beautiful words no right i now. don't i don't need to be what, what, what the fuck does that even mean i i don't fuck i don't know anyway continue defending him was a responsibility he ought to shoulder if he possessed any mincemeat forkful of self-confidence <laughs> with the food no here's the thing here's the thing though <laughs> reworked that could be a thing but it, the in way isolation it could right not, not in the with the jelly bean of... no 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 and what the jollies and all that what bullshit. The jolly, what the jolly? What the jolly? Holy there, there, jolly! There's a lot of the jolly in here. That's upsetting. You write poetry, I reminded him. Shitty, shitty Christ. poetry. Ha! He ejected bitterly. He almost ejaculated, but he what? just ejected. We're almost there. And having spiraled his emotions into a seething cauldron inside himself, crossed his arms defiantly. His adamant pose made me giggle. It conjured a scenario of a little child who has just committed what his parents deem a catastrophic iniquity and has seasonably been ordered to a remote corner. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's hurting me inside. It should be. It hurts me. In refusing to say I'm sorry. Taylor, I murmured, you're acting very childish. I know. But the arms remained tenaciously planted. It was that very instant that the idea flitted through the archives of my mind. When I first chose to discern it, I decided it was a queer notion. But I was never above babbling whatever surfaced in my head, provided it wasn't an obscenity, because then I would have to say jolly. Oh, God. Christ on the cross. I know. Did that, did that actually say that? Not the part about jolly. Okay, okay. But the rest of it. The so, archive of my mind is not a terrible line. It's not... Pers- like it's not appropriate to this scene no it's not but i like that line i'm probably gonna steal it for something okay take it maybe you can take this next one too so i threaded it out a strand of gold lame in a black cotton conversation <laughs> i don't hate that I, I like again in isolation it's so like prosy but I, I i like dumb. it i kind of like it well thank you the next line is why don't you write a book Taylor's nettling glare clashed with my effervescent You're good at poetry. Write a book. (laughs) What the fuck not? Those two are the same thing, right? I'm 12. I don't fucking know. This this is where it gets meta, because basically what I'm telling Taylor to do is write this book. Oh, shit. Yeah. Before I could cajole him. Oh, so then you need, like, royalties from the concept of meta as well. Ooh. Who do I write to about that? Ooh, I don't know. Donald Trump. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you had to. We went for like this is like the longest. No, I've we gone are going to talk about it. That is just someone that I suggested that you write to. Continue. I will write to him. Before I could cajole him over the threshold of the new door I opened, he dashed it shut deliriously. How does one dash something shut? By saying, "What would I have to write about?" He's such a drama queen. Write about what happened before I ever came. I advised him. Notions unbridled. About how you met everyone, like Dakota and Saturn and all, and me. Huh? How about it? I was... I was it doesn't make any sense, bitch, because you said right about, like, before I was here. <laughs> right? Like, what? I was Mixed jiggling messages. back and forth avidly. 
You can't right? see me right now, but I'm shimmying. Well, no, because when you say jiggle, it just invokes boobs. It definitely does. Yeah. I guess when you're 16, you're not that jiggly. I, I guess wasn't. it depends on how, like, early you got there. Sure. How early did you blossom? Mm-hmm. So I expounded on my sagacious inspiration. Jesus Christ. Mm. It would be great. Can you see yourself on the bestseller list? You could do book signings. Whatever you want. And that's where the page ends and doesn't match the next page. Okay. I, th- I think that was, was a good ending. That was enough to uh, kind that of That was, like, on. more than enough. It was. So how are jolly. you? Jolly. F- how are you feeling? Jolly. Having, are you feeling jolly? <laughs> <laughs> jolly with rosé. How are you feeling having re kind of like let, let's take a moment to kind of assess where we're at because we were very kind of like giggly and a little like oh my god like I feel vomitous having to like yes come at this and throw this out there and read this stuff the shit that hasn't seen the light of day in like fucking years. How are you feeling? I'm feeling a little more um, generous towards my younger self. Like, whatever I was doing, it's almost like with mine, there's like an overlay, like it's like a bejeweled overlay of terrible $12 words. But underneath it, although it is generic and sexually inappropriate. (laughs) I think like looking back and being like 12, 14, whatever. I mean, you wrote fucking... 200 pages of something. Single exactly. spaced, may I add. That, it was, this remains the, personally, if you were to ask me and I were to be honest with you and not doing a PR thing or a work thing or a whatever, this would be my greatest accomplishment, which makes, sounds kind of sad because we've been laughing about it this whole time, but I had the discipline to stay up all night after doing homework. Like, here's the thing. My job, I have a job and it's stressful and it's shitty sometimes and stuff, but most of the time it's done at whatever time I leave. Right. Sometimes I have to work from home and and do stuff and be on top of it and I'm on call. But like... When I was a student, you know, like, that's all day of school and, like, the emotional trauma of being in middle school and then dealing with homework and whatever family stuff and just not having the power to dictate your own day. So I think that's probably part of why you wrote this, no? It definitely is. But I took, like, I took whatever little time was allotted to me and I squeezed it dry. I don't do that now. Like, I could get up at six or seven like my friend who was working on a novel, but I don't. But I did when I was 12. You know, I'm proud of myself. As you should be. How are you feeling about it? Uh, pretty solid. I mean, it's not great, but I think there's like, there's the idea of it and kind of a, I mean, now in the cold light of 2018, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like we've done the parody thing. Like, the parody thing has right. kind of run its course, you know? But, and I don't know that you should ever create something looking at how financially viable it would be. I, I mean, I agree. should never be the place you come from creating something. You should create something because you, f- you feel you need to get it out. I agree, but is that maybe a privileged way of looking at creating when you are in... Like, I'm thinking about Patreon and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, I, I know that a lot of artists are asked to just create things on commission because that's your hobby and it's fun for you. And well, it's and like, I mean, commission, you're making money off of commission. Sure. No, it's yeah, that, like was, ex- that was a bad example. An experience thing where it's like, oh, hey... You're my friend. I know that makes things. Make me a logo for something. Right. What if I were to come to you and be like, you love watercolor painting. Like, paint me something for my living room. Just for funsies. Like, I mean, honestly, I probably do that for you. <laughs> well, thank you. 
Yeah. But, like, if I was at, like, a craft show and somebody came up and was like, I really like your art, you should just paint me something for free, it'd be like, mm, go fuck, fuck you. yourself. Right. Artists have to make a living, right. too. So Buy I don't think that fish. looking at the financial viability of something, I don't think it should be your starting point. I don't think it should ever be the starting point. I, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with, you know, kind of considering that as you go, but, because uh, you just create what you create. I mean, fucking look at David Lynch's entire fucking filmography, like... It, this is financially viable? No, man. Just do what makes you happy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm not a, a, a big fan of his stuff, but I find it a little hard to get into. It is. Twin Peaks is the best entry point, but that's a whole separate podcast. Oh, for, oh indeed. <laughs> indeed. Um, but no, no, I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, there's like, there's shit in there that is just kind of like, oh, past Erica, really? But I love that you were savvy enough. And like you said, it's hard to divorce this from the lens of 2018 when we are so inundated with sarcasm and irony and parody and everything has a send up and everything is a meme because we're all on the internet and we all have constant access to like remake something and revamp it and 2.0 it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's so meaningful to me that at that time you were like, I'm going to lampshade all of this. I, I find that to be very charming and clever. And that wasn't really happening a, a ton at that point. At least not in my world. I mean, I do think it kind of... It does start to fall into a little bit of cliche. But that's kind of the point. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Like, I vaguely remember, and this might be in this binder that I have, making like a character listing and just being like, okay, what are kind of the typical sort of like characters you see in a very generic sort of like fantasy novel so you have like the hero the damsel the straps the villain all that shit Mm -hmm. and like kind of lining it up with the characters and beth was always supposed to kind of be raging against that damsel in distress thing Mm -hmm. because she's like she is fuck that right right and she does get to a point and i think the next time we kind of meet up and we do this i think it gets to that and yeah but she's she has agency I like to think. And it's not just like I'm stand like Princess Peach standing there and like things are happening around me. No, mm-hmm. she has agency within the story. So we had a little bit of a snafu with our equipment. We weren't paying attention and the uh, battery fucking decided to die on us because it's a monster. Thanks, battery. But I think we captured uh, most of what we kind of wanted to capture. We had a really good... We were really worried that, like, our chat from the end there kind <laughs> of, like, got lost into the ether and it was really upsetting. But I'm glad we captured most of it. So I'm um, just doing a quick sort of abrupt, maybe kind of ending, but I think Slightly. we were we were kind of at a good... Kind of a good ending spot. So uh, this is the kind of end of our initial recording session. So, um... Yeah, I think we both feel pretty good. Yeah, I'm yeah. having fun. Yeah, and it's feeling, pretty uh, solid. At peace with my creative urges. From- exactly, exactly. So I think we will uh, definitely explore this mad experiment further in the future. <laughs> so um, I don't know how often we'll do this. I don't know, maybe like every other week, maybe monthly. I mean, we're, you know, we are go-getting ladies of the fucking teens right so <laughs> that, that was terrible like oh oh i'm getting that cringing feeling right again. like oh erica <laughs> wow past erica you were terrible no you're still kind of terrible 
<laughs> no, it's okay. You're go getting Lady of the Fucking Teens. Shut up, Sheila. <laughs> all right, guys. So uh, thank you very, very much if you sat through um, all three episodes. We we appreciate it. And I know our past selves probably appreciate it even more. If you did, you are probably one of our kindred spirits. Probably. So you are wonderful. Right? And thank you. Exactly. So thank you so much for sticking it out. Um, like I said earlier, I believe you can follow us at uh, Oof, I Wrote That and uh, on the Twitterverse. And we'll get like an email set up and some other stuff uh, going so we can kind of, if someone starts to listen to this, we can kind of interact and, you know, see if you had any super fun sort of fiction you wrote when you were younger, too. So yes, uh, we would love to spotlight someone else's terrible fiction. I know, right? It's kind of like get it off of us for a little while. (laughs) So again, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And we will, uh, we'll chat with you next time. Right. Hashtag kale. (laughs) Hurtful. Goodbye. (laughs) This has been a Puma Knife production.